Breaking news! It is episode 162 of Ding Dong. It's a podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ding Dong. It's a podcast. My name is Chechu Betcha, and this is my co-host Fran. And here we are today. We're going to tell you about the news. As Hi, here, it, here, here we are to present that it's been sunny outside and that's been really great for my mental health. Dude, <laughs> the sunlight has been wonderful. I'm looking at it right now. Hello. Um, <laughs> you know the part where it's like the Grinch where he gets happy and his heart grew three sizes that day? Yes. I have something similar, but it's not that it, when I open the windows, my skin gets three shades wider that day. <laughs> and then immediately three shades redder. Because, ouch, sunburns. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. It's like Madison's basically a plant where yeah. she, like, she literally, like, thrives in the sunlight. Like, she is powerful, and she, like, fucking just kind of, like, it's yeah. like she's super saiyan. She's just charging up. Um, And so I Her have. Her hair is getting blonder and blonder. Right. My, I have the big Irish flag next to me. I have the opposite reaction when the sunlight is out. I wither and die. No! Um, and so, like, this morning, she wakes up, and she, like, runs and rips open the curtains, and I went, ah! <laughs> she went, woo! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I but, love it. I I think I underestimate how much it really affects me, because um, mm-hmm. it's just, like, we live here. It, it, it's the same every year. It's gray, and then right. the sun comes back. Um, but I have been in such a good mood and so productive all week and nothing else changed right, i mean i guess it. the dog is sleeping better sure which helps me sleep better love that but otherwise like it was get up have my coffee and then don't stop doing things pretty much until i go to bed right um and whether that's like super productive things or it's playing some video games that i haven't like just had the mental energy right. for recently but just doing it is stuff thing. yeah yeah well, and I would say, too, that, like, Missoula winter, especially living in Spokane, it's not that it's necessarily much sunnier here, but right. it's not in a valley. So when it's not sunny, it's at least not, like, fuck you levels of gray. Like, when we drove into Missoula, it was, co- like, last weekend, it was cold and, like, not nice outside. And I was like, this is one thing I definitely do not miss. Yeah. But then you see those sunny days, and it's, like, Un- unfuckwittable. Dude, absolutely. Um, I think people underestimate because I I always just use the term like Missoula Brown. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, haha, the trees aren't green yet," and I'm like, "No, no, everything's mud. The air is right. gross, and also nothing is green." Right. Like, it's like somebody turned there's the a level of like down. Like, <laughs> yeah, everything goes to like black and white rather than like red all over. Yeah. Like a newspaper. Yeah, that's the one. Dude, <laughs> we were talking about this. This one might be a shorter episode because literally not that much happened this week. I'm Watch me say that and then forget that some big important thing did happen. <laughs> but I guess we can recap the last week a little bit. Birthday went great. Got to see you guys. Got to see my family. Yeah. Got to play it safe. Looks like you guys had some cake. Yes, sir. Dude, I still have some. Maybe I'll have some today as a little treat to myself. Yum. Dude. I wasn't a cake guy growing up. No? Um, well, here's the thing. I like really dense cakes. Sure. Like 
you're going to regret eating that cake for a month kind right. of cakes. It's going to stick like glue to your ribs. Yeah. <laughs> like Talib it's Kweli. It's finger licking good. <laughs> that just sounds like I'm describing barbecue. <laughs> um, So like, yeah, when I was little, I mean, you, you eat your funfetti cake and. Yeah. Um, when you're little, you totally do that. And definitely not on your 28th birthday. <laughs> I mean, like, when you're at everybody's birthday party. Like, sure. I'm not going to everybody's birthday party and eating every cake. I'm probably going to eat the ice cream. And if they got chips and shit, like, I'm going to eat that. Yeah, that's fair. But maybe I'm having a real small piece of cake. Sure. But then for my birthday, it's like, ooh, make me a brick. I'm going to eat a brick as long as it's sugary and tasty. Can you essentially make me a rye loaf? The equivalent of that as cake. Just like bread on the table. What will it be? Rye or pumpernickel? That feels like a reference I should understand, but I don't. It's a SpongeBob quote. Oh, shit. Is it really from when? I think so. Yeah, Squidward, just like putting bread on the table. What'll it be? Rye or pumpernickel? <laughs> Dude, side note real quick. I remembered where Scrungobungus came from. <laughs> because I call Rocket a Scrungo, and I call her a Bungus all the time. Yeah. And it's it's like Scrungo and Bungus are two words that are actively used in my vocabulary. I'd say top 500 <laughs> words. Like there, it's up there for sure. Um, but just for context, we were looking at like a Facebook page and it just popped up one day and it was this profile and the name was Scrungo Bungus. Yeah. And the picture was a, a coffee pot that had hot, hot water dogs. in it with a hot dog in it. That's it. I don't know who this person was. I don't know why they showed up on my feed. They had like seven friends total. Right. But the idea of the name Scrungo Bungus was legitimately one of the funnier things I've ever seen. Like, what's the origin of that? Right. <laughs> where does where does the last name Bungus hail from? But like talking about <laughs> talking about like how like so many of the things we talk about are just references to other shit. Yeah. There's not that many original thoughts rolling around at this point. It's mostly right. just different calculations and amalgamations of other stuff we've already talked about right but it, it's still funny yeah and so it's it's fun to try and remember the origin of those two because i was oh, like sure. i don't know i just said scrungo bungus for the longest time and it's always been funny and then i'm like wait a minute where the fuck did that come from yeah it's uh i mean we talk about it like I feel like the times we do have fairly original ideas, we don't do anything with them. Right. And then a couple months later, maybe a couple days later, it pops up somewhere else. And part of that's like the Bader-Meinhof effect. Nice. The Vader-Hasselhoff effect, as I like to call it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. But even like you said something about your, like the Grinch, um, Mm -hmm. growing your skin shades growing three times. Sure. Um, last night we did a little like freestyle Friday thing. Nice. Uh, just some of my music friends and I get together and just put on some beats and say shitty raps and then show off a little new music and go there about you go. your life. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bad freestyler. Sure. I've been working on it, but especially when there are people around, I just like my brain shuts down. And so I was kind of like rolling and I said something about being three times bigger and then my brain 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 blanked and then i just go like the grinch and that was the end of the line that was as much as i had like the grinch (laughs) and everybody was dying well yeah that's fucking hilarious 
like the Grinch. Dude, we've Austin been looks at me and goes, his heart grew three times, right? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, like okay, Grinch. just making sure I was understanding that. We've been playing, there's, uh, I assume you've heard of Jackbox, right? Which is like a big party mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So the most recent one, one of our buddies has it, and he was streaming last night, and we were playing, uh, We were play- it's like rap battles. Yeah. And basically the premise is like you type, it'll give you like a noun or an adjective or whatever. And you type that in like Mad Lib style. And then basically like it will write a first line for you. And then you have to write the second line yeah. and incorporate, you know, them in together. And then you do four bars, four bars, and then the audience decides on who wins. Sweet. But it's been fun because it, I have just enough shitty rap skills to like put <laughs> funny rhymes together. But they're perfect for a game. Like, I would never use these in an actual song, but they are good for dunking on your friends. Oh, yeah. I'd say the two best that have come up so far are, um, one was a one-liner, and it was just, um, I won't invest in your girl, call that a pump and dump. (laughs) Um, That was pretty, I liked that one. And then the other one last night was, Man, you're so uh, uh, man, you're so shit. You won't, you aren't fit to carry pizza. But I give your mom large sausage every time I see her. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like you would be proud of those. Yeah, I feel oh, like for you, sure. Like th- those are decent, right? Yeah, I feel like you need to find uh, the uh, oh, what are they called? Brain benders or something. It's a side of TikTok that I've recently found oh, where people are just reciting lines like that. And they're like, they're like more complex than Lil Wayne lines, but the same energy sure. as like had a baby on the stairs, call it a stepchild. Right. Um, but they like layer them a little bit more. Right. Um, but when it comes down to it, they're really just like corny raps that you'd never put in a. Exactly, You've never right. put it in a song, but, but it it's really it's funny hol- to say yeah. them like you're really hype about it. That's that's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> that's the one that's been killing me, dude. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> I'm proud of you. My dad wasn't. <laughs> dude, Lil Windex has been making a comeback strong. Oh, boy. That dude, so for people who don't know who Lil Windex is, I'd Fair. say just look him up. He, uh... He's a Canadian rapper who just took the whole mumble rap persona, yeah. es- essentially, and turned it into a lot of money. Um, yeah. Was getting was getting a lot of YouTube views. And then it turns out it's this guy. I think he raps as like DTG or mm. something legitimate. He's friends with people like Mercules, who's huge. Sure. Um, like, and, you know, like b dice who have followed forever and is like right. a super legitimate artist like he does right. videography he does rap he like produces like <clears throat> dude is serious about his stuff but anyway so this dude is like actually a really solid rapper and his original music right um even if you don't really like like his voice because i don't think he has like a super great rap voice sure. um he's a really good writer and a solid rapper um and recently, he has reemerged as Lil Windex, minus the uh, um, dreads and chains sure. and stuff, <laughs> right. and has been doing Eminem parodies. And it's like, if oh, Eminem right. was folding laundry, or um, if Eminem was confronting a bully, and just Did has like- on TikTok? 
He's doing them on TikTok. I he posts like all I, of them on YouTube. I didn't recognize him. That's really funny because I just watched the, dude, the laundry one. Yes. Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. Um, that's wild. <laughs> I fold it down the seams. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, what are you doing? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, then you can put it in the closet. Should I clean out the closet? The closet? Why? Why would you? Because I like cleaning out my closet. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. She doesn't even know who you are, Kelly. <laughs> you... <laughs> what is it? His his my favorite line from any of those in that one. He says something about Machine Gun Kelly. Um, he says something about you're a fake rocker too. Your drum heads are made of tofu. Something along those lines. <laughs> I will say but, this. I've been on a big pop punk kick recently. Yeah. And as much as I hated to listen to Machine Gun Kelly as like a pop punk rocker. Yeah. It's not bad. He's right on par, dude. That album it's like, is. It's, yeah. It's it's not anything that's going to get like. No. Critical acclaim. But, but as far as just like nostalgic. Yeah. He, we've talked about this, maybe not on here before, mm -hmm. but how his voice is just endearing. Like sure. he's not a singer. No. But it, but he, it's not that he can't sing. He just He's just not like a singer. Right. Um, His voice just doesn't quite do that. Right. Um, but it, so but to take not, it bad to listen to either it's the no weird yeah. not at all it's like it's just like an everyday person who's managed to turn their ability to hold a tune right into their their best-selling album ever right i'm still convinced i could be a fucking sweet ass pop punk rocker dude i'm here for it i've been working on vocal layering and mixing and stuff she and uh you know you say the word okay glad to hear it you heard it here first <laughs> We just need to figure out how to make the beats because yes. playing guitar lines on a piano, I've tried to figure out how to produce guitar and I'm bad at producing anyway, but like, that's just like a different, there's, yeah. there's just extras to it that I don't understand. Right. Also guitar. I just yeah. don't understand. Yeah, I, I get like the very basics. I get like Wonderwall levels of guitar and that's about it. <laughs> and this, um, John Mayer recently got on TikTok. Yeah. And he is an absolute animal. Like, you can hate John Mayer for being kind of a skeezy dude. No, yeah, you can not like his yeah. music. He is one of the current best guitarists in yeah, the music a industry. Very talented guitarist. I was watching a video the other day. He has a song called Neon. I'm not familiar enough with the song to like know the guitar line off the top of my head. But he was like, yeah, people are always asking me, why is that guitar line so hard? And I'm like, well, it's a tough guitar line, but it, it there's an easier way to do it. Mm -hmm. And he's just doing like this finger walking shit on his strum hand. Right. And so he's like, it's like a pluck, pluck, tap, pluck kind of so he's playing just like repetition nearly yeah and then it's yeah like, oh, and then okay. his other hand is just just you know moving and tapping out the notes on the neck right <clears throat> and i'm like first of all how do you figure that out yeah what second of all how do you do that for an entire fucking song <laughs> i was uh, the same freestyle thing last night our buddy had his guitar there mm -hmm. and he has not been playing guitar very long right and he's another person. His voice really fits him. He sure. kind of sounds a little like Passenger, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. It's not not quite as nasally, but a little bit like that. Fits him really well. And he started to like sing with a little more confidence. Mm -hmm. And he was doing this. Um, what's the song? It's called like Into the Dark or something, something like that. I don't or, like, know. Like Death it's kind Cab of, for Cutie? 
Mm, no, I think it's a newer song. Okay. Maybe it's Death Cab, but uh, it's talking about like going around the world with the person, and then mm. if they die, I'll follow you. Whatever. Yep. It's kind of a sad, sad, depressing yep, song. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> so he does. It's like a thumb pluck, index finger pluck, and then he has his other fingers curled in his palm, mm-hmm. and he does a down strum. What? And it's like pluck, pluck, down strum, pluck, pluck, down strum. And then he'll like switch the direction of the pluck. So he'll sure. do like an up, up with his pointer and then his thumb and then a down strum. And he's just doing that. And then his other fingers are walking the chords. Yeah. And I I asked him, I was like, how the fuck do you figure that out? Right. Because- and he's like, well, there are a couple guys on YouTube I watch, but like, I just have to do it. I don't really understand it. I can't like explain it. And I was like, I don't have that. Literally, that's me singing. <laughs> People are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I, don't, I, I, don't know, I, I just, match the note. I imagine what it should deep. sound like in my head, and it just kind of happens. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, people who can do that, like, my sister's been playing piano a bunch, and, like, she was teaching Madison stuff while we were there. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, I just learned Moonlight Sonata a day ago. And it's like, oh, oh cool. okay. And she's like, and she just, like, starts ripping down. I'm like, you've had this piano for, like, a month, maybe two. And she's like, yeah. oh, I learned this song last night. It just took me a few hours. Like, she just yeah. picks shit up, and I'm like, I get musically where those notes are supposed to be, and give me enough time, I could maybe figure it out, but in no way could I figure it out that fast or that efficiently, because I'm not, right. like, I, I lack the coordination to play a bunch of instruments. Like, it's not, I'm not uncoordinated, but I don't have the motor skills to be like, oh, my hand can do pluck, pluck, strum. No fucking way. Right. It's not, not for me, I don't think. No. And maybe that's just an attitude. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we had a girl I went to high school with that was the same way. Like you'd walk into band. We had band fifth period right after lunch and right. you walk in there and she's like, guys, look at this. And just starts playing the newest fucking. Um, oh, Careless no, I can't whisper. remember. What? Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even a piano player. She played the flute. And she'd be sitting there playing the newest My Chemical Romance song on oh. the piano. And you're like, okay, well, okay. She's like, yeah, I just figured it out over lunch. Nice. Like, what? Cool. <laughs> huh? You can nice do that? Nice job. That's, yeah. I'm going to piggyback that right sure. into a topic I have. Um, and this is going to sound this is gonna sound mean. Uh-oh. I don't want anybody to take this personally. Uh, I do. <laughs> Take it. Um, do you? What do you feel like you owe people from high school? Like I bumped into somebody the other day mm-hmm. who I wasn't necessarily friends with. We weren't like n- not cool or anything. Sure, but we just like didn't have class together. We didn't do any sports together. Mm-hmm. It was just somebody I kind of knew. Sure, and I go, "Hey, yeah. long time." And she goes, "Yeah, long time." And I go, "She goes, how are you?" And I go, "Great. How about yourself?" And she goes, good. And I said, okay, we'll see ya. And just like kept walking. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like I was wrong for that. No. But she was like pushing a stroller with a couple kids and I was walking the dog. Like we were both doing stuff. Right. Like, are you supposed to stand there and have a longer conversation than that? Or is that just like, okay, I'm going to save us both the conversation that we probably don't need to or want to have. Definitely the second one. Let's look at it from an onion theory, right? Of friendship. You got your onion? like onion? So funny, dude. <laughs> so funny. Such an awful video. Onion? Oh, you want onions? <laughs> um, 
if we look at it from that theory though right where it says basically like you you have you have rings of friends or rings right. of acquaintances like you know your family and your closest friends are right in there right and then you have kind of you know friends but friends you do an activity with or something like that right and then you have acquaintances which it sounds like this person would have fallen into and right. then you have like the met once or twice at a party type of people right um and so and each he, of those he's in that ring of fire well <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and so you as as you move farther and farther out from the circle societally i think you owe those people less and less as far as like what you could reasonably expect out of an encounter with that person. Yeah. So in your specific instance, no, I wouldn't say you're wrong. It might have, might have felt a little weird, but right. It's like, okay, well, what would you, going back to that, what would you realistically have talked about? Right. Like and I would have asked yeah. if those were your kids, and that's an insensitive And that's a question. weird question to like, ask. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Hey, um, you make those? <laughs> it's a weird way to ask about kids. Were they born on the stairs? <laughs> what? That's a great callback. Call it a stepchild. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so good I didn't even remember it. Um, Perfect. <laughs> the ideal callback ones you- I gave so, you the whole Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I wouldn't feel weird about that. I mean, there's- I'm trying to think. Like, when we were in Missoula, I was looking around, like- just because, it, especially with masks on, you can't necessarily recognize everybody. But right. I, I swear, we saw two or three people I at least somewhat recognized, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I had class with that person, or oh, I, you know, know that person from this club or activity or whatever. And it's like, okay, but none of them were enough to where I could say hello to them, right? And so it was kind of like, well, I don't know. It's not, it's a comforting feeling in a sense to know, like, oh, cool, small town, like you know, you know, get to know people. Yeah, but. At the same time, it also doesn't necessarily warrant a full reaction every time either. Now, if I saw somebody I played soccer with or, like, tennis with, um, yeah. there's one guy that we both know who works at Reds who okay. um, I went to high school with and played tennis with and all that stuff. He's, like, the perfect example of a middle ground, right? Like, did activities with him, but not in his friend group. And, right. like, knew him, but wasn't in the same grade. And, like, whenever I see him, it's always like, oh, hey, what up? But yeah. really nothing more than that. And not even that necessarily every time. Yeah. And so that's what most of the encounters feel like. Unless it's a closer friend or somebody you had, like, after school encounters outside of, like, a club sport or activity. Yeah. You're maybe getting a hi or hello, and that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, how How's your mother? You're right. A good old how's your mother. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a weird spot, though, for sure. It's like, especially when most of the time I'm not like on a time crunch. Sure, like I'm just I'm just doing doing whatever I'm doing. Especially like walking the dog. Mm -hmm. I stopped and talked to some lady. <laughs> uh -huh. I stopped and talked to some lady I didn't know okay. for like twenty minutes. Nice, because <laughs> she wanted to pet the dog, and then oh, it turns out she used to teach at Sentinel, oh. but not while I was there. Sure, and like. We just started, her husband used to like do like jam band stuff around town. So we started talking about the local music scene and like, right. it was just like a very, I mean, that's, I nice. hate, I hate it. Organic conversation no, but it, that's of what like, it is. Yeah. we're both, we both kind of have some of the same information and like mm. we live in the same neighborhood. Like she doesn't live very far from here sure. and she's just like, oh, it's just so, just so cool that you young people are moving into this neighborhood and. It's just kind of fresh. We can all walk around and say hi to each other. And I yeah, was like, I yeah, that's, that's nice. That's nice. 
Um, but like, I don't know you, so I'm like establishing a right but kind like, of a. That's see, that's kind of nice though. I like that. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm, it wasn't like out of my way or anything. I just well, was too, there. Like you said, it as much as it's kind of a cheesy word for it, but it is an organic thing. Like one thing I cannot stand. Oh, I guess I should preface this by saying, as a little kid, if you're on a plane and you talk to somebody who you don't know, yeah, I'm not gonna say it's okay, but at least it's like understandable because like right. you're a little kid, you're excited, you're on a plane, whatever. Right. If you're a grown ass human adult and a person has big over ear headphones and you don't actively need something from them, don't talk to them. No, they probably Unless have them like, on for a reason. Right. What's so crazy, and this is a hypothesis, obviously, I haven't been able to test any time recently, but, you know, been fortunate enough to go on my fair share of flights, and it seems like the smaller the headphone I put in, the less I get bothered. Really? Because I had earbuds in, and I would never get bothered. And again, this could be total random chance, too, but, like, it seemed like, on average, I would get bothered less, or somebody would, you know, at most it would be like, hey, sorry, I'm sitting right next to you. It's like, oh, yeah, cool, go ahead. But if I had big headphones on, the amount of people who would turn to me pre-flight and be like, well, so, oh, nice. So are you, uh, are you from here? And you go, oh, and excuse like, me, what? Bruh. And you have to like. No. Yeah. And you go, sorry, what? And then they have to ask it again. Right. That's the worst. Dude. When you see somebody have to take a full active action to yeah. respond to a thing and they aren't even able to respond to a thing because they didn't hear you in the first place, that better be right. an important question. Right. And like that's not to say that I've had bad experiences talking to people, but at the same time it's always like you got to be in the right mood for it and you have to have shit in common. If you right. don't, don't force it. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not here to necessarily make friends. I'm here to use I'm here this to fly from A to B to get where I'm going. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I walk around with one headphone off cuz sure. I usually have my over ears on. Um, but I'm always scared I'm going to get hit by a car. Uh, okay, that's um, even with the noise though. canceling off. Yeah. And so it's like I can hear everything everybody says. Right. Unfortunately. But at the same time, like I can just pretend I didn't. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm not trapped in an airplane with them. Well, exactly. But yeah, I, yeah. I agree. That's a like, that's a rough place to be because it's like I like organic conversations that just pop up like our grocery clerks here are super friendly. And so we yeah. always end up just talking to them for like three or four minutes, especially because they deal with so many shitty people throughout a day that like. Probably if you're going to be nice, they're going to be really excited about that. Like, oh, so thank God. That's okay. But Right. But then if we're on a walk, the most somebody gets is a howdy or like a, a wave or whatever. Right. Dude, it was so funny too. Madison always gave me a bunch of shit when we moved to Spokane about saying howdy. Yeah. Um, And the instant we were back in Montana, we went to Target and I checked out and I go, howdy. And she goes, howdy. Yes. <laughs> so good. Neither of us deserve to be saying howdy, but we both are. And that's what's important. Um. <laughs> Share that energy. Crack me up, man. Um, related to headphones. Yeah. Uh saw a dude riding his bike around with a Bluetooth speaker the other day. Which <sighs> I have mixed feelings about it. Like if you're just riding down the street and you're the only one you're bugging, okay. Sure. Play your music. Probably not too loud, but it's not any different than driving around with your car windows no, down. Right. And I, I do that all the time, just yeah. blasting music way too loud. This dude had the fucking radio going, Mm-mm. and it was just commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, a, that's a what different the fuck thing. is the, What is the point of that, to yeah. drive around with a Bluetooth speaker clipped to your bike, blasting radio ads? That's, yeah. <laughs> like, at least, at least just, like, play something shitty tired of ads get rid of spotify premium today or 
or wait, fucking no. Buy Spotify Premium today. Don't get yeah. rid of it. Get rid of it. Tired of dads? Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Tired of yeah, sads? Like, get rid of depression what, today. <laughs> what point are you at in your life when you literally just have the radio going? <laughs> and yeah. Like, and just be like, I'm, I'm going to go on a bike ride, honey. I'll be right back. And like, like yeah, everybody yeah. has access to a smartphone that's not a that's not an exaggeration like, no, like pretty much at everybody. this point is yeah. so common that almost everybody has access all of them have bluetooth mm-hmm. and all of them have some way to play music right like even if you don't have a smartphone you still like, have a way to play music stupid phones had rose not gonna like me calling the stupid phone but no that's exactly what it is my stupid phone had a uh um Bluetooth capability, and I could play like the twelve songs I had downloaded it on there or whatever. Yeah, it's like, or, okay. or you just listen to ringtones over and over. Like <laughs> fuck it, like I got Soldier Boy this week, I got Hurricane Chris this week. <laughs> Dude, I saw a picture today that was it was like a soldier. Uh, it was a Soldier Boy's turn your swag on, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a picture. I, that's what I thought, but it was a picture of Soldier Boy, and it was like him ascent, like coming down from the clouds. And everybody yeah. like looking up with their arms up, and it just said what society would be like if everybody just turned their swag on. And I'm like, yep, pretty <laughs> fucking good picture. <laughs> so good, pretty funny. Uh, this is a random little short one, and I know we've probably covered it before, but it's so nice being a regular at a spot because when we were visiting Missoula this weekend, that's about the 18th time I've mentioned it. Can you tell that we don't? Do <laughs> hey, that what'd much you do this week? Other, well, yeah, I visited Missoula. Missoula. That's literally the most exciting thing that's happened in months outside of our birthdays, which kind of revolved around coming to Missoula. So, <laughs> um, but uh, it was so nice because we went and got gyros, and our our boy John was serving us up. And even through the masks, he recognized us and he goes, "What's up, man? How's it going?" And I go, "Yeah, good." He goes, "Hey, congrats on the wedding." And I go, "Yeah, thank you so much." And he goes to my mom. He goes, "All right, well, you guys are good to go. I threw extra tomato on yours." Um and uh, say hi to your husband for me and she's like yeah we'll do and it was so nice dude it, that's incredible I'm not Greek at all but I feel like I'm a part of a Greek family now you're you're in the family for sure my big fat Greek family <laughs> my big fat Greek euro yeah there you go dude they are hefty and they are delicious now but remind so, me yeah. do you guys go to number one or... have to yeah all my homies say fuck Acropolis. <laughs> Friendship ended with Acropolis. Number one Euro is now my best friend. <laughs> it's just better. They, they don't call it number two. Oh, right. It's it's the best. One is named after a dumb building. One is named after fucking winning. Which one would you rather have? <laughs> Simple question. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we get into Tweet of the Week? Dude, I got yeah, we can. I, I don't think more. I have anything. Okay, I got one more little thing. Remember okay. that part earlier where I told you I had nothing to talk about? Yeah, this is how it always works. Where Dude, I'm like, I got. I, nothing. I was figuring you would remember something at some point. I'm like Darius Rucker, man. I got nothing. <laughs> That's a fucking deep Except cut this. reference. If somebody rec- if somebody understands that Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish turned country fame has a song called "I Got Nothing." That will be incredible to me. I know I just explained it, so obviously now you understand it. But if somebody, but goes, if you oh, didn't, shit. yeah, if somebody goes, oh shit, I knew, I know that song. Nice reference, Taylor. I'm gonna be blown away by that. They're like, damn it, now you ruined the joke that only I understood. Yeah, well, t- well, you know, <laughs> Hootie and the Blow Me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, I'm playing. Hootie, D- hey, that's selfish. So. Yeah. I'm playing D and D tonight. Nice. And I'm hype about it. 
First and, time? Yeah, dude. We're going on. It's called the Crack Trek, and it's basically like an Indiana Jones style one shot mission. Hell yeah! Have you been working on your character? I sure have. His name is Atheron. He nice. is a level five uh, half elf rogue swashbuckler. Nice. Yeah, he's fucking lit, dude. He's I like so, it. He's so fucking tight. He can like sword fight and shit. Um, he basically like think of like less charismatic Jack Sparrow with less de- <laughs> substance dependency issues. You know what I mean? Perfect. Nice. So gets in trouble, but is well intentioned, right? Right. So I'm He's chaotic neutral. Yeah, probably. I would say I haven't assigned a, an alignment yet, but like that's shout out to longtime listeners of the show, um, Nick and McKenna, for turning us on to not another D and D podcast because it was so helpful to listen to that and also fucking hilarious. It's all the people from College Humor. Oh, okay. And they do like one, and one of the characters' names is Moonshine, and she's like a elf, but she's from the swamp basically. And so she's got like this country accent and she has a possum named Paw Paw. And so I'm like, this is helpful because I was like thinking, oh, I got to create some real serious character. And it's like, I think by and large, it can be fairly serious depending on who we're playing with. But like, yeah, at the same time, I can add like kind of fun flair into it. So, yeah. So we'll see. But I'm excited, nice. man. I'll let you know. That's exciting. Please do. I have D&D is always one of those things that like <clears throat> I love chatting about it with people. Right. Because I know like just enough of it to like understand the conversation not necessarily like provide any insight or anything but i like i'm not lost when they're when they're explaining it um like i I used to work with this dude who was pretty into it i think they played every wednesday or something like that and he'd show up and i was like so how'd it go last night and he'd be like well dude i uh lost my memory and half of our crew is dead and until i get my memory back i can't revive them and do like just go on this whole spiel about where they're all at as their characters and i love it he was so happy about it and that makes me happy that's kind of what it feels like for me i just saw a bunch of my friends having a great time doing it and i'm like man i've always been curious about that and then lo and behold we got this opportunity so now we're doing it tonight yeah and if you need like a creative outlet to just like write out a character or like you know, just not have to deal with you for a right. little bit. What a better place. Well, Madison's coworkers were t- talking with her about it because they play like once a week too. Yeah. And she was like, well, any tips for Tyler? Like he's doing it for the first time tonight. And she's interested too, but she's like, I'm going to let you do one first and like see how it goes essentially. And I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, you know, sometimes there's role playing and sometimes there's, you know, like people get really into it. And so if that's if that's like the group he's playing with, if they do like accents or fun stuff, it may help to drink. And she goes, wait, do you mean like he would have to like, you know, act kind of funny and goofy and like whatever or play into the character? And they go, yeah, no, he'll have to do that. And she goes, yeah, he'll be fine. He doesn't need to. Do it. <laughs> like, you know me so well. I might still, but I don't need to. You're right. Why? Why wouldn't it just make it a little better? Right. All right. Well, we can tweet of the week. Okay. Let's see. I've got one here. First. Go ahead. It is from uh, Yvonne Arguello. Oh, nice. At Yvonne Jokalot. Uh, I used to have this Spanish teacher in high school who bragged about how she banged Steve-O, and I was like, damn, how can I use the usted form with you now? Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> also, congrats to Steve-O on 13 years of sobriety. Hell yeah. Dude, Steve-O's turned his life around. That's really cool. He's been on, on the ultra come up. That's Good true. for him. This one's from Ray Pauletta, and it says, Whenever I see the word non-fungible, I think to myself, not able to be a mushroom. Agreed. Uh, This one comes from Taco Bell, at Taco Bell. Uh, 
edited by at shithead Steve. Perfect. Um, we put the cheese on top of the to- lettuce on our tacos so it falls off and gets in your lap and all over your car, you piece of shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Dude, last night, this isn't Tweet of the Week, but last night I hit. So- we were playing Rocket League and I hit somebody. Or no, we were playing Human Fall Flat. And one of my buddies was pissing me off. And I hit him with the Dr. Phil quote, the, you, uh, I, you dumb whore, I will throw rocks through your window. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one comes to us from Chris Person, Game Freak. And it says, everyone's going to get vaccinated and think they're going to fuck, but nobody knows how to talk anymore. So it's just going to be a whole bunch of horny people talking about bionicles in the club. (laughs) Very real. It's about to get wild out here, especially with all the numbers getting moved up quicker. Yes. (laughs) Like the summer is going to be. I'm so excited. I mean, we talked about this briefly before we started podcasting. I went to China Buffet last night. And Chines. the chines. Maybe it wasn't the most responsible thing, but I think they're doing a great job, and I'm vaccinated. So, from what you told um, me, it actually sounds like they're legitimately taking many more precautions than most restaurants. Yeah, so. my favorite part is that that because you know there's double doors that you go through. Right. The outside one, they have zip tied an entire bottle, like one of the half gallon yeah. bottles of uh, sanitizer, sanitizer to the outside door. So Love like that. the first thing you do is just fucking clap that before you walk in. Yeah. But yeah, you have to put out, you have to put on gloves before you get into line. Mm-hmm. Everything's supposed to move in one direction. Everything's disposable. It's like styrofoam plates, mm-hmm. plastic forks, cups. Um, anyway, the best time to go there is after floating the river. Oh my God. It's so fucking good, dude. Like, because it's not like you have plans for the rest of the day, so it doesn't matter no. if you eat a fuckload and then sit on the couch. That's what And you're, you're probably anyway. wrecked from floating the river anyway. You need to get some calories back. Right. Like, you just go in there, get a brown plate, get some other stuff. Trevor went with the fucking strawberry dip bananas last night. Bold. Gotta. And it's, yeah. Anyways. This one comes to us from So Cactus, So Owl. Someone in my Norwegian class didn't know the word for cowboy, so they called them American horse pirates, and I've been laughing about it for about an hour. I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it is, though. (laughs) My last one here comes to us from Hype. It says, how I bought a $1 million home at the age of 29. Cut out all non-essential spending. Invested every dollar I could. My grandpa is Stephen P. Walmart. Did some great (laughs) negotiating. (laughs) That's, like, similar to the one that's, uh, how I made... Uh, $150,000 investing, yeah. borrow $300,000 from my dad, <laughs> lose half of it, cut off contact, net $150,000. Right. <laughs> this will be my last one. This one comes from Technically Ron. Uh, how to deal with finances like an adult. One, never check bank balance. Yep. Two, pretend things are fine. Yep. Three, live in a constant state of fear. Yep. Four, repeat. Yeah, that's yeah. he nailed it. That's de- that's pretty much it. It's like, yeah, I bet there's money in there. I asked Rose the other day why we didn't invest in property earlier, and then we just laughed about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to invest in property now, and it's a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Trevor so. just put in an offer, and he'll find out Monday. Let's go, Trevor. He's banking on it being a, a small enough house. That People don't good. necessarily want two bedrooms right now because they have families. Sure. Um, and so he's he's hoping that helps him out. But. Yeah, here's open. Let's go, Trev. All righty. Well, guess I'll see you next week, huh? Yep. Okie dokie. Have good. Bye. Bye-bye.